welcome to the Sweat and Reflect podcast, where we'll break down how life is happening for you, not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30-something former teacher, widow, and life coach who is focused on empowering women to live their best lives no matter what they've experienced in the past. We'll laugh together, cry together, and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing called life? Okay then, let's go. Hey friend, welcome back. Happy July. Can't even believe we are saying that. I hope you had a fantastic July 4th and you were able to unplug and spend it with family or friends or both and just were able to just be for a minute. Um, the past few days have literally been the longest stretch of time. I haven't had any work, um, anything to work on in months and it has been so weird. (laughs) Um, I've just been like vegging out as much as possible. We've been doing like some wedding stuff, trying to just figure all the things out. Um, but it's been nice to just really decompress again, unplug and, uh, and just kind of regroup. So I hope you had the same opportunity. Um, today's podcast, we are switching gears a little bit and we are jumping into the wedding series. If you follow me on social, um, a few weeks ago, I had posted a poll to see if anybody wanted to hear kind of about like the wedding process, but through my lens as a second time bride. And I figured now is the perfect opportunity to start mixing this in with the healing series, with the regular episodes, um, just to, again, kind of keep us on our toes, but also, you know, there's never a right or wrong time to put out content. And, um, I don't know if you can hear the birds, but there is, even though I'm in my podcast studio, outside the window, um, there is a little nest of birds, a whole little family, and they are squawking beyond belief right now. So just thought I'd address that in the event that you can hear them. But, um, honestly, when it comes to the whole wedding discussion, I've been a little hesitant to actually come on here and bring it up with you. Um, not because I don't want to, but one, I don't know if you actually care. (laughs) Um, and two, I'm working through so many different thoughts and feelings and viewpoints when it comes to this wedding. Um, you know, it's my second wedding and I hate that I have to qualify as that. Not that... Not that I have to, right? Like, I don't have to go up and introduce myself to people and be like, hey, I'm preparing for my second wedding. Um, But obviously, in situations like this, in situations where I'm with, you know, family and friends, it it is addressed. And on a lot of levels, it sucks. It sucks because while it may be my second wedding... You know, it's not a second wedding by choice. Um, you know, I, I married Tim in 2017 thinking that that was it, right? Like we were going to 
go big. We were going to celebrate big because this was going to be my one my one moment. And of course, no one goes into marriage, into a marriage thinking, you know, how is this going to end, right? You say your vows and you prepare for a lifetime together. Um, and our lifetime was, was cut short. And, you know, so I'm grappling with that whole component of it, of the fact that I have been married before in conjunction with simultaneously with I am so excited to marry Ryan and I want this to be a a celebration right I don't want us to just tuck our love and our marriage into a corner because it might make some people feel more comfortable right because again lots of people this is your second wedding so do you really need to have a wedding do you really need to have more than just family there? Do you really need to have it at a venue? Do you need to do like the whole thing? And, you know, that, that gets in your head of, okay, well, 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 should we, should we not be doing it like this? Um, and then we, Brian and I just keep coming back to the fact that a, it's his first wedding. So like, honestly, with this, it's kind of like what he says, what he says goes, um, because I, I want this for him. I want this for us, but like, I want this for him. And, you know, his family is so excited and they want to celebrate their son, their brother. And it, it boggles my mind that on some levels, there are people who can't just allow that to be the driving force. And if they can't let that be in the driving force, who can't just allow like our love and our desire to celebrate and to do it in a larger way, you know, that there's no real leaning into that. Um, at least through my perspective and the way that I'm at least hearing it through people's word choices. And, you know, it's hard. Um, I had lunch with a former student the other day and she she asked me, she was like, you know, this might be uncomfortable, but I have to ask, like, what is it like being a widow planning a wedding? And I was like, oh, it's hard, right? On so many levels, it's so exciting. And I'm so thrilled to be diving into this process with Ryan and to be dreaming about like what our day is going to look like and how it's going to feel and what we want it to be. And then, you know, like I was just saying a few moments ago, there are moments where it is really hard because I find myself thinking, you know, this wasn't again, what I, what I dreamed of, um, in my twenties going into my marriage with Tim and it wasn't like ever on my radar. And so I am trying to be so present. I'm trying to focus on Ryan and I, but you can't help on, but in some moments like compare or at least reminisce about what my first wedding was like, right? And how on so many levels that was my dream wedding because that was supposed to be it. 
And now I'm looking at a different playing field. I'm looking at being almost 10 years older, eight years older um, than I was when I planned my, you know, my first wedding. And, you know, there are little moments where this is like so hard to say outside of therapy. Um, you know, there are moments where I can't help but think like this would be easier had I not been married before. And it's not to take away from Tim. It's not to take away from that experience because as I've said on here before, like I, as, as terrible as things were with his death and everything leading up to that. And then everything post death, I would not change it for the world. I would not take back those moments that I had with Tim. I would not take back the memories that we created and the life that we envisioned for ourselves and the life that we had created for ourselves while he was alive. But in some, on some level, I do wish my marriage to Ryan was my first one in the sense that I wouldn't feel whether it's something that I'm putting on myself, whether it is, you know, vibes and things that I'm picking up from other people. Maybe there would be a, maybe there would be a larger, I, I don't even know the words, like, maybe the happiness from other people would be more overwhelming, right? Because it would be something, not that it's not something to celebrate because it's it's so very much something to celebrate. But I can sense that there is just this, there's a different lens. There's a different way that people are viewing this. And I get it, it's difficult And of course, there's so many components going into this, right? Like my sister's getting married next April and the need to not overshadow her in any way, shape or form, which I completely understand the financial component of it, right? Like, do we save the tens of thousands of dollars and go a completely different route? Do we just allow ourselves to be right on like a smaller scale and they're all valid points. They are all things worth discussing and reflecting on. But at the end of the day, the hardest thing about being a widow planning a wedding is at least right now it it just feels hard. It just feels like it's hard to get everyone on board. And there's a lot of hesitation right now because again, that's how it's that's how it feels to me. Right? It feels like there are some people in our world where it would just be easier for them if we kept this small, if we kept this to a minimum. (laughs) 
how do you do that when you are so excited and you want that wedding that is opening up to the start of your life with someone, right? Because for me, I'm picturing all the moments that I want with Ryan, the walking down the aisle to him in a, in my dress with my dad, the first dance, the being just surrounded by the people that we love most and being celebrated by them and being and celebrating with them. And yes, there are various ways that we could do this, but it's also that I have standards <laughs> and there's a certain way that I want the day to look and feel And just because it's my second wedding, I don't feel like I have to compromise, which I'm finding is also very hard for people. So, you know, I was saying to Ryan last night, like, I just feel like I'm in the middle. There's kind of like my camp, his camp, our camp as in my and Ryan's, and I am just trying to balance and pull it all in and pull it all together and on some levels make everybody happy while very much so reminding myself that the only people that need to be happy at the end of the day are Ryan and I and we need to be celebrating in the way that Ryan and I want to be celebrating that we want to be bringing our love and our marriage to the forefront So it's a very tricky situation. And yes, there are ways that this would have, could have been so much easier, right? But what I also know is that I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be ready for a second marriage. I wouldn't be ready for Ryan had I not gone through what I've been through right? Like I felt like I had a pretty good head on my shoulders while I was planning my first wedding. Even now, you know, there are things that I'm realizing that we don't need to put emphasis and effort into, right? It's just a matter of how can we truly celebrate our marriage, our union, this life that we are building together and that we will be officially bringing together in front of our family and friends, And that's something I keep bringing myself back to because I don't know if you're listening, maybe you are a second time bride. Maybe you are planning your second wedding or you are thriving in your second marriage, right? And you could, you wouldn't be, you couldn't be where you are today had you not had that first experience. Right? And having a second marriage doesn't take away from your first marriage. Right? If anything, your first marriage prepares you. Right? There's stumbling and there's stopping and there's really picking my word choice right now because this is, on some level, such a delicate situation. Right? We don't want to erase where we've been. And um, I don't want anyone to feel who's listening that there is judgment or that you 
excuse me, that you can't have it all or that if things didn't go perfectly in your first wedding, that that's something you need to like fixate on or think that you need to redo. That's something that comes from our own projection and comes back to how much of this is what's being projected on me and how much of what I'm saying is what I am projecting onto other people, right? And it's a delicate balance. It's a lot of reflection. It's a lot of conversation. It's a lot of digging deep with myself and figuring out what is it that I really want? What do I want this this stage of life to look like, to represent? What do I want my marriage with Ryan to, to be based on, right? What is this foundation that we are building together? And that's just what I continuously just keep coming back to. And I think that that's perhaps the biggest takeaway, right? With anything, whether we're talking about marriage, whether we're talking about you making a career change, you making any sort of change in your life, what lessons have you learned earlier before this moment that you can take with you and apply into this next phase, into this next chapter, into this next experience? Nothing's going to be perfect. No one is always going to be in agreement with you. No one is always going to see things the way that you see them. So again, what is it that you are coming back to? What are you envisioning for yourself? What is the foundation that you are standing on? What is it made out of? And if you're making these choices with somebody else, is that foundation solid for the two of you? It is. Is it formed out of what both of you want. Nothing is ever easy, right? We can always make sure that things are worth it. Right now, being a widow, planning her second wedding, mostly emotionally and like psychologically, it's not easy. But I know it's going to be worth it because again, it's forcing me to slow down. It's forcing me to understand what I really want both out of a celebration but also what I want out of my marriage with Ryan and again what I want for myself the life that I want to continue to build and to create and so no matter where you are in your life right now I hope that you are, again, doing this reflecting. I hope that you are having the difficult conversations with yourself and with whomever else is involved. But at the end of the day, remember, this is your life. You are in control. You get to determine what makes you happy. You get to decide on what moments in your life are going to look like. So lean in. Be okay with the discomfort. Be okay with that little bit of anxiety. All of those things are helping you get to where you need to be. And I'm saying this to you as much as I am saying this to myself. So, what are you planning 
never really easy. Definitely different layers this time around. But we're going to do it and we're going to celebrate and we're going to be excited. And at the end of the day, Ryan and I know that we have each other. And that's really what this is about and what this comes down to. So I will keep you guys in the loop. I will let you know what's what. I will even bring Ryan on so we can get his perspective. Um, and yeah, we'll just keep it moving. So thank you guys for being here. So grateful for you as always. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here today. It warms my heart knowing that I get to connect with you and that we are on this journey together. So if today's episode resonated with you, I would absolutely love it if you could leave a review because that will make sure that everyone else on this platform gets access to Sweat and Reflect. Or if you would at the very least share it on social media to help me get the word out that you are not alone in this world. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for being here and I will see you soon.